You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Nick. This is Lucas. This is John. This is Tom. This is Tyson. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. If you need a place to drink some good coffee and read comics, Watchtower Cafe is the place for you. The cool thing about Watchtower is it's not just a coffee shop with comic books. It's a great place that lets the geek community in Utah hang out and get together. Go check them out at 1588 South State and tell them Big Shiny Robot sent you. I refuse to ask the question. I hit it after, so it's fine. It's become a pet peeve of my own. All right. Well, good morning. You sexy morning. fellas. This week, it's going to be me and John and Nick. And Nick's uh, doing all his fancy editing. It's making me nervous over there. Uh, just, his levels. Just, you guys talk, when we do audio tests, you guys talk differently than when we actually start recording. I'm sure we do. It's yeah. not very natural. What uh, What do you mean, Nick? <laughs> it's, you know, I'm not ready for the NPR voice. So when we start <laughs> recording, I have to kind of tweak things a little bit. We're also, I feel like you're in the same boat as I am. Better. Better. Speaking of, aren't we supposed to be on KRCL here pretty soon? Uh, end of the month. With PJ? We should probably plug that. 20, 25th, I think? 22nd? I, I just looked at it because I thought it was this Tuesday and I was about to take work off. Yeah. Do you remember the name of the show? It's PJ's show. No. Rebecca's where he's filling in for Barb and that's when we're going on. That's the 8 to 10 or 8 to 10.30 slot. They still yeah. can't find Barb. She's still missing. I guess. I know. <laughs> I got the reference. Uh, Thank you. September 26th, 8 p.m. I didn't get it. What? Stranger Things, Barb. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay, John. I feel like you need another cup of coffee. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sunday morning shows were always just like... Mm-hmm. Normally, I'm up. I'm chipper as can be on Sunday morning. That's true. It's usually when I shine, but not today. Um, I wanted to touch on... First, John, you and I both saw It this week. Yes. And I wanted to get your impressions, because you remember the original. I don't remember anything about it. I mean, I don't super remember it, but like I remembered enough where once I sat down for this movie, I was like, oh yeah, I know what's happening. Oh, yeah. Question, did they do just the little kid part and not the adult yes, part? Yes, they okay. set it up yeah. for the sequel. Um, wow, we're just going to jump to the end of the movie. Right <laughs> right right off the I, like, I only have um, like passing information about it. I've never seen it. I've never read it, but I know a shit ton about so, it. So, I mean, I don't think this is going to ruin anything. Like, the movie ends with them, like, making the pact. Like, if this ever happens again, we'll all come back here. So, so it's like the first years. half of the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's... I was reading up on the trivia of it. This movie comes out 27... It came out 27 years after the first miniseries, mm. which was 1990. Yeah, yeah. 1990. Um... I liked it a lot. I didn't know much about it. I'd seen it a long time ago. I didn't remember anything. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It was definitely spooky. and the But the the comedic relief in it, especially Richie's character from Stranger Things, is hilarious. Uh, who's in it? It's the kid with the big nose from Stranger oh, okay. Things. The yeah. little kid. All his jokes, my favorite of which was, you know, that uh, what is the town that takes place in? I always forget the... Dreary. 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 Dairy. Dairy. Something. Dairy. Yeah, that, yeah. So the dairy used to be a beaver trapping town. Yeah. And Richie said, yeah, it still is. I <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. He makes the most inappropriate crass jokes for a 12 year old boy. You know, there's a, a, they run a train on uh, what's her name they in the book. They did not, did not I go read into about that. that. Yeah. They skipped that again. 
Which is probably I a feel good, they good call. Made the good choice, there, the right choice. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought all the choices that they had made, especially this morning, I started reading up a bunch on the book versus the miniseries versus this movie. And it seemed like they made a lot of good cuts and some great new additions. This one takes place the past version in the '80s, and they do uh, some fun new kids in on the block, little references and jokes. Nice. The little boy, uh, what's his real name? Not tits. Tits. <laughs> so little boy <laughs> tits. Poor kid. Yeah, he's a big new kids on the block fan. I liked it. What else did you think about it? Um, it, it was good. I don't know. I mean, I did to myself. This movie was only a disappointment due to my unrealistic expectations. But for some reason, I thought this was like going to redefine horror movies for mm. me, and it did not. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. I just thought this was going to be some incredible movie. And it wasn't. It was a good movie. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But like, A, I don't really like horror movies. But I have this sentimental... I don't know. Memories Curry. of it. You Nostalgic know? like, like yeah. feelings towards it. And yeah, it was it was a decent. I love uh Skarsgard. Okay. This is the clown. But I also love Tim Curry. Like I don't think you can do better than Tim Curry. Yeah. I I definitely felt like they were going pretty far away from his portrayal, Tim Curry's portrayal. Yeah. As to not have any and similarities. Then, the other thing is like reading about it for the previous two months they kept being like oh we're really gonna dive into like what pennywise actually is and an origin and i didn't get any of that there was next to nothing other than like he feeds on fear that was like the extra tidbit of information you got weird yeah like they didn't do anything that like stephen king's books haven't already done yeah, totally. I thought they were going like, to like, get I'm... in, like, where is he from? Yeah. What is he actually? And they really, they touched on it. If not really. Else, like, just very vaguely. Yeah, because from what I had read in the book, I don't know if you know about the origin of Pennywise. It is bizarre. Well, Stephen King gets weird and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. all this, uh, Georgie and What's-Her-Face show up in um, 11-22-63. Georgie does? Or not, maybe his I brother. Because Daniel were... and Beverly? Yeah. The brother? Bevy, and yeah. it's always, they're dancing, and they keep doing the, like, beep, beep thing, or whatever. I, it's, uh... They show up, um, the main character in 11-22-63 ends up in that town, and he just right. talks about how the town's fucked, and they talk about a bunch of child murders. Yeah, Danielle's been reading that for the first time now, and so for her, when we came out of the movie, she's like, wow, ties into this and this and this and this. He ties all this, and then there's a lot of it in, I think, The Dark Tower, they talk about it. Pennywise. It was creepy. Uh, but I, I agree with John. It didn't reinvent anything. It, it had the notes where was, you could tell, okay, something creepy is going to happen. All right, the kid's getting lured this way, so we're going to get some jump scare from here now. But, um, or this kid's going to get his arm ripped off. As far as remake of classic horror movies go, this did a great job. Mm-hmm. I think part of that is just like it was a TV miniseries and didn't have an incredible budget and things like like most Stephen King things that came out in the 80s and early yeah. 90s. Yep. The Stand, good God. Much higher budget and rated R. It's yeah. raking in the dough for a rated R movie too. I saw this morning there's headlines that it's probably going to end up as the all-time September movie, all-time horror movie, and all-time rated R movie. Wow. Like you look at uh, like the Rob Zombie remakes 
mm-hmm. and things like that that have been done and really those they just up the gore factor yeah which is what rob zombie does and this mm-hmm. i didn't feel that way like is there more blood definitely but was that like the standout thing of this film not at all like no, I think the scariest stuff was when you didn't actually see Pennywise. Yeah. There's a lot of really creepy scenes. You mentioned one with the librarian that I didn't even catch. Uh, there's a sequence when <laughs> Tits yeah. is at the library reading up on the history of the town. And he starts flipping through this book that the librarian gives him. The librarian is like blurry in the background. I mean, she's a good 20 feet away, but she's just staring at him going through this book with the creepiest smile on her face that keeps getting bigger and bigger every time they flash up. You've read the book, right? Oh, it's horrible. No, no. I've read 11.22. Okay, so I think that Pennywise takes different forms throughout. oh yeah he and is so he's the probably, library okay, yeah. yeah it was he but without seeing that you wouldn't really think that she was because she is in who's in the basement that he runs yeah. into that you would think oh he ran into another adult so now pennywise has gone away but no he gave him that book to plant the seeds of fear get get tits his blood flowing <laughs> yeah get him as terrified as possible that poor kid he was great though child actors dude you imagine your mom comes out and she's like, hey, I found this movie role for you. Uh, they're going to call you tits. <laughs> you got the form for it. So we're gonna... You'll be tortured and yeah. brutally assaulted by the the jerks of the movie. Yeah. yeah that w- probably going to ruin your life. Henry was you end awful. end up like young Anakin Skywalker in a mental institution. Yeah, Jake Lloyd. Uh, yeah, yeah, poor bitch. Hating every reference to yourself yeah. never wanting to go out in public yep poor poor bastard so you tried out the oh yeah Hulu service i want to hear about this so yeah i got an email it's like hey have a free trial and they had like a football game in the header of the email and so yeah hulu does the live tv now where you can you can pick two different packages i think and hmm. it's like 40 bucks a month you can watch on two screens at a time you can get a dvr service with it as well hmm. and yeah, you can just watch, like, different networks. Like, I think it's, like, choose which channels you like to watch. And so I was like, oh, fucking Adult Swim, ESPN, Fox Sports 1. I grabbed a couple just because I wanted to watch the BYU-Utah game. And I've been, I just usually use my dad's Comcast login for everything. Sure. But the ESPN app fucking sucks. Yeah. It buffers every, it's always just, okay, we're going to, okay, <laughs> then just constant. And so I was like, fuck it, worth a try. And it worked flawlessly. It was great. What stations does it have? It varies by area. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so you can go to Hulu and put in your zip code, and it'll tell you what channels you can get. Huh. So, like, and it was kind of weird, too, though, because it had, so when I activated it, I logged back into Hulu, and I don't have, like, a, you know, watch these channels. It's, like, sports, news, kids, uh-huh. college football. And so, mm-hmm. like, it had all the ESPN channels, so, like, I watched a couple different games. I was just playing Zelda and had like different games on that I'm not invested in. Mm-hmm. Just to have my like watching football. So I threw them on and some background noise. It's just, yeah, it had random games and just choose different things all day. I haven't looked at it yet today. I know uh, it had a um, Bundesliga game on this morning, a German soccer league on Fox Sports. Oh. So, but it, yeah, you don't pick the channel, it tells you which game is on and then you watch the live TV. 
I guess that's more in line with streaming services where you're picking exactly what you want to watch instead of where you want to watch. I think it's probably very similar to Sling, but I know everybody's had a lot of issues with Sling. Sling sucks. There you go. I I paid for it so that I could try to watch the Jazz games since they were in the playoffs for the first time this last year, and it was terrible. It, It would work sometimes, and it wasn't very direct on what you could and couldn't watch. And for it being streaming television there's no local channels yeah and that's see and i i have an antenna tacked to my wall but it's kind of and i run that into my xbox so i can dvr and have a guide and everything but it's i probably need a stronger one mm. uh, this worked better than that ever has and worked better than the espn app and then i have wired into my xbox so i shouldn't have any buffering issues i've got you know like 220 something down right right shouldn't have an issue streaming tv at all and hbo fucks up all the time all, for the last two uh, episodes of Game of Thrones, I used my Chromecast, and that worked better than the Xbox app, which uh, I don't understand. And the Xbox, it's a little bit, it's a little janky. At least mm. you get it. Yeah. We like, don't have HBO on PlayStation. You oh, really? Can't watch. They have it, but Comcast had, won't sign a deal with Xbox or PlayStation, That's so I can't, stupid. I can't log in. I have to Chromecast everything as well. Which is fine. Works yeah. great. I mean, yeah, my Chrome Crash works awesome. Yeah, it's another 50 bucks when I could have just used the PlayStation I had. I literally bought a Chromecast specifically for mm. HBO. It's very frustrating. That's crazy. Yeah, they said they're not going to do it. Well, it's like my old, I have an old Apple TV. Like, I think it's five years old. So I can't add anything to it. So it'll never have Amazon Prime, which I guess the new Apple TV will finally have. Like yeah. Apple and Amazon finally were like, all right, fine. <laughs> and yeah. Well, now like... Those new Apple TVs are slick. You can get HBO through Hulu. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's... You can get all the it, movies. Hulu's like too. a fucking cable subscription now. Yeah. Like, and then add in HBO, add in Showtime. You can do that on PlayStation. The PlayStation Store offers that as well. So you um, could get it, just not a standalone. Or no, excuse me, that's through Hulu. I'm sorry, that is also through Hulu. I, I was on Hulu recently. I totally forgot about it. That's where I saw it. It's just, it's weird. It was, yeah. I mean, it worked great for me. My Xbox is mostly a TV watching machine now. Yeah, I mean, that's I, my Xbox since I bought the new Apple TV. It gets no use. Or just we. That's what like our cable box is basically for us. Like we watch all our shows on it. I was playing. Um, the game with gold last month was Trials Fusion, mm. the like motorcycle trials game. Played that a bunch until I got my Switch, and that was like the only game I played on it in a while. Oh, played so much Battlefront, just all the Battlefront. Love it. Still the first one because the new one hasn't come out yet. No, just That's the first fall. one's great. I haven't played. There's much. still like a ton of people they to play just, with. Like, gave all the DLC away for free. Nice. And so I'm getting to enjoy the stuff I didn't want to purchase because I was over the game, and it's wonderful. That's awesome. The Death Star package, fantastic. So are you going to pick up the new one day one? Oh, yeah. Real excited. Got a lot of video games headed my way in the next three months. Shit. Did you grab uh-huh. Destiny? No, I never played the first one. I'm not really interested in like grinding it out in a shooter. It doesn't sound enjoyable I to me. I played the first one at work. Like, the IT guys used to buy all the video games, and we had, like, an Xbox and a something else on every TV in the fucking office. Yeah. So I went and played it for, like, half an hour one day when, like, my day was super slow, and I was like, this game's dumb. <laughs> like, yeah. not my jam. I know it's some people's, but not my jam. I've had a hard time justifying getting back into it, because I really enjoyed 
parts of the first one. I liked playing with friends. A lot of those friends have kind of gone wayward. Uh, so that's part of, for me, it's, do I want to dedicate time for just me playing? Do I really want to just do competitive? When the majority of my gaming this last month was uh, that new Mario, Sonic, or sorry, the new Sonic, Sonic Mania. I spent a lot of time. That game's amazing if you want to play classic Sonic game. And then the Mario Rabbids, which I refused to even talk about for the longest time. I was the only one of us that bought it, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's a great tactical, just fun I'm sure Tom will pick jump it up. in game. It's fun. I, don't know, I got FIFA 18 at the end of the month, and then South Park in October. Yeah. I hope that comes with Switch. I want to play that. I'm kind of weighing over Assassin's Creed. Don't do I it. haven't played one in a while. Exactly. Like I was really intrigued by it. I'm like, oh, Ancient Egypt. This would be really cool. And then my buddy was like, yeah, I used to play them, but then like I realized like I can do all this elaborate stuff, or I can just go to the roof of the building, and there'll be a hole where I can assassinate the person right through the roof. And I was like, really? And then we watched the trailer for it, and the first gameplay footage, this guy does all this elaborate stuff, and then sure enough, there's just a hole in the roof right <laughs> above his mark where he could have just climbed up. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe I won't get it. But then I want to get uh, the new Shadow of Mordor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That looks... I enjoyed the first one. I heard fun. really good things about it. I never picked it up, but... It was small, like, uh, in terms of size of the map. But it was a really cool... Do either you play it? Mm-mm. No, I heard a lot about it. JJ yeah, played the it. The whole, yeah. like, Nemesis system yeah, and everything. Yeah, it was really cool. So I'm excited for the new one. And then Battlefront, obviously, I'll probably end up picking up Call of Duty. I don't love the developer they used on this one. I'm forgetting who it is right now. Mm-hmm. I dropped off that train a while ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just World War II. I love. Nothing brings a smile that to my face. That was the like last COD Nazis. that I really loved. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm, I'm, I'll check it out. And then uh, Spider Man, obviously. Is early, that the... It's early 2018, and it'll be January. Oh. I was going to say that'll probably get me to buy a PlayStation. And then Anthem. I would love for all of you to get a PlayStation so we can play Anthem oh, together. I forgot about that. I'll If I buy a PlayStation for Spider Man, I'll get Anthem if it has decent reviews. Yeah. If it lives up to this hype, because it mean, looks it incredible. It looks so great. How much does PlayStation cost now? Like the pros are like 200 bucks. Like your standard PlayStation is, I think, two ninety nine, and the the Pro is three ninety nine. That's really. I thought it was cheaper for some reason. I maybe I haven't looked at it because I. I don't know the because like I feel like not the, getting an ultra four K TV yeah. in the next few months. Yeah, you know, so I've kind of pushed it out. That would be the only reason to get it. <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard good things about this new PlayStation. I just don't. I hardly even play my Xbox. It's hard to justify. Yeah, I, I play the hell out of my Switch. You just picked up a Switch. What Dude, you... I play the fuck out of that thing. Are you, have you been enjoying it? Because I know it depends with gaming stuff for you. Well, yeah. Well, I just... Zelda, I feel like I'm fucking 12 years old again. I'm playing my 64. <laughs> um, Yeah, I've been playing the hell out of it. Just... Yeah, your shit's fucking... Is this whacking you? Yeah. yeah. Um, just... I don't even know how many hours I am into it, though. I've been playing a ton of it. I don't think you find out your hour count until you beat it. The, oh, really? Then it shows you your hours. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's so easy. Just turn it on. You're right back where you started. It doesn't take forever. 
You play on the TV, go sit I, on the couch. I, the one time I sent you a picture, I played in my office when I was waiting for something to render. Sure. And that's the only time I've hooked it up to the TV. That's, and the frame rate issues, I think they fixed in patches. Did you notice frame rate drops at all? Yeah, that it wasn't bad, but it happened pretty often when it first came out. Yeah, I haven't uh, noticed it at all. Totally tangent here, but since you're talking about hours logged, I just got this new safe <laughs> mod exactly two weeks ago, and it has a counter on it, which really puts things in perspective. I've had it exactly 14 days today, Yeah, and I'm about to hit 4,000 puffs. <laughs> Over 14 just, days? Yeah. God really, damn. really puts things in That really does. <laughs> yeah. But, like, think about what? how many how many <laughs> puffs is it to smoke a cigarette? Like, yeah, but this is like, like a think, power hit. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But, like, try, I'm trying to quantify it. Hold on. I'm, gonna I don't, I'm doing a little math here. 4,000 puffs over 14 days is roughly 285 puffs yeah. a day. And yeah. how many, how many uh, hours are you awake? 18 i'm up from like 9 a.m to like 2 a.m did you sleep seven hours yeah and then how what's your nicotine uh six milligrams is that medium it's like high? a standard like it would be the equivalent of smoking like a pack of cigarettes a day okay. maybe a little less so you're at 16 puffs per hour yeah sounds about right do you think does that make you feel like you want to smoke less? No, no, not at all. I You're just, just like this is cool. But I was like, why would you put this on here? Who wants to see that staring them in the face? Every why day? don't you start plotting your data and then you can make a tableau report and you can like make this big thing? Like, what, I feel like what that's happened? what people like, do. It's only been two weeks, so only it only goes into the double digit thousands, which I'm easily gonna break. I mean, I'm on track for like a couple months. Hopefully. Yeah. Do you feel like you use yours more than other people? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Well, see, that's, I use it if you start day, plotting your data, you we, can join a vapist group, and then go. you can all share how many puffs a day. I don't want to be a vapist. <laughs> <laughs> no one does, John. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, so last Saturday, the across-the-street neighbor, the fucko that lights off his giant goddamn explosions, Oh right, right. his daughter had a party. Oh, boy. Because I think it was like the first week of high school or something like that. So there's all these youths over there. <laughs> and Emily and I are just like, you know, because my kitchen window, I can see right into their like front yard and everything. And we just see all these kids showing up. I'm like, holy fuck. And then... Finger blasting. <laughs> dry humping. When we're like, I hadn't seen... They have a bunch of cars. I think they have like four cars. And I didn't see the parents. And I was like oh, this is funny. Like, are they going to have a rager while their parents are gone or something? But then they came home. I was slightly disappointed. Mm -hmm. um, and just more kids are coming, and, like, Emily sees some kids over off to the side of the house smoking, and she's like, really? Like, these kids look like 15 or 16. Are they smoking weed? And I'm like, oh. So I, like, go outside to get the mail, and I'm like, no, they're not smoking weed. I think they're vaping. I think these, like, 15, 16-year-old kids are out there. And so they had a party all night, and we could just, like, hear shitty music playing and then we're out back just hanging out and all of a sudden we just hear emily emily because that's their daughter's name and i just started laughing i was like what fucking party is this they're not drinking or anything <laughs> what are they they're just all chanting that it's just entertaining to watch that shit yeah being should like, have gone over and be like hey you guys want to hang out well then they fucking dude lit off a big ass bomb 
Does he just make his own, like, fucking... I don't know what he does, but he does that shit all the time. Freak fucking dog out. It's loud. We're, I, were you here for one of those recordings? Yeah. It sounds like a loud. goddamn... Yeah. A, a massive explosion. It doesn't sound like a firework. No, it's, I think he, like, makes some homemade thing. <laughs> and he's, like, you know, like, 40-year-old dude, like, getting off on... Showing off for the high school kids? Like, I don't know. They're it's gonna come up. in handy when the Muslims come to get us. <laughs> he's, he's gonna be prepared. He's, or, yeah, that was a joke. Obviously, I hope obviously. everyone's aware. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I don't know. We are in Cottonwood Whites. Yeah. Um. So, John, uh, you and I got to work at Nightflight Comics, and they closed this month. This was yes. their last month. Open as a store. They're gonna do just online retail only. Yep. Uh, Part of the reason I understand it is they want to go through their massive warehouse stock of very old vintage stuff and start getting that back out in the market. But um, their last day open was the 31st of August, which was Thursday last week. And then they did Saturday last week and Saturday this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked both and you came in and worked with me yesterday. Yeah. Um, how, how was that for you? Because uh, like, you haven't worked at Night Flight for what, two years now? No, it's been... About a year. Is it just a year? I think so. Okay. Or no, no. You know what? You're right. It's been about two years. Because I only saw Sean for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's been just Mimi and Alfred. You're totally right. It's been two years. Two years, uh, December. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, you showed up yesterday. Which yeah, was... I mean, I love doing it. Whenever I'm in there anyways, mm-hmm. like if I go in during regular business hours and not on unboxing time, like I end up working. Mm-hmm. I'm know? the same way. <laughs> so I'll just start helping people. I enjoy <laughs> it. You know, I mean, that is the dream job. Yeah. Like if I could get a salary doing that, I would totally do it. Yeah. When Danielle and I were first dating, she, when you're doing all the getting to know you kind of questions, one of the things she'd ask me is like, if you had, if money wasn't an option, you had all the money in the world, what would you do? Like, I'd probably open a comic shop. Yeah, absolutely. It's the only way to open a comic shop is exactly. if money's not a problem. Exactly. But that's, I love, and that was part of the fun for me, talking to either regulars or people that um, are holds there, which I guess are one of the same. Uh, sometimes a regular doesn't necessarily buy their subscription comics. They just come in and blow $100 on trade. So then you can geek out about Garth Ennis or Grant Morrison or whoever their favorite artist is. Or writer. I loved that. I miss doing that. And that's what I would end up doing too when people were in, like, oh, you're picking this up? Have you read this other thing he's done? And just the atmosphere. Like, nine out of ten people that come in are going to be very similar to you. Like, yeah. Um, what stood out was like Alonzo, his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, that was fun. We just had like 30 minutes of like very crude humor. <laughs> <laughs> you know and no one's offended that's what i'm trying to say though there was you know like i'm yeah. looking around the store and i'm like everyone's good except for maybe this middle-aged couple and they're not buying anything anyway <laughs> yeah you know like they're just checking it out because they saw there's a sale yep yeah no i agree uh, and i think too um maybe you had different experiences uh with us the library store because of that location but the other locations like in the cottonwood mall and this one i think the clientele you generally get I don't want to make it sound derogatory, but they're kind of a little more intelligent and in that they want to read. They're coming in to read something and they're yeah. coming to buy something they're passionate about. And as a customer, they're probably going to be coming back regularly. Um, so I, I feel like most of the clientele is usually much more polite and easier to deal with than because I've worked at retail jobs before that weren't the comic shop and it was a lot less fun. 
I don't know if you felt that way too. I don't, I just never cared. I guess I, I am who I am. <laughs> you know, like they're either gonna like it or they're not. I don't know. Yeah, John uh, likes to corner the. I never got to work with John because I quote there years before you had started working. So it was fun to work with John and I yesterday. And John like it verbally accosts everyone that comes through the door. <laughs> He's very polite, but it's funny that your temper went like, "Hey, you need something? <laughs> what do you want? What can I help you what with? What you doing yeah. in here? All right, all right." <laughs> but it's totally friendly. Yeah. It's just funny because when people come out, I'm more of like, "Hey, what's up?" And then if they're around for more than a couple minutes, then maybe I'll go hit them up. Yeah, wow. I don't either. No, I John can't imagine you contact. working like in a place where. Like, you have a manager that's like, no, you need to treat employees this way. Like, you need to be, like, really good customer service, like, where people would... I can't imagine you doing that in any way. Just... I do. I mean, I greet them. I say hello. I ask mm-hmm. them if they need help finding anything. They always say no, and then they come to me five minutes later. It's fine. You know? like, that's, that's how <laughs> I just imagine you getting fired yeah. from, like, Banana Republic or some shit. <laughs> oh, I mean, I've always... When I've worked retail, it's always these situations. Like, I worked at a snowboard shop throughout high school and then a record store throughout college some of your passion always like yeah something i enjoy i know what i'm talking about but like i'm also expected to be kind of a snob and an asshole so if i'm rude to someone it's not a huge deal (laughs) they're just getting the full record store comic book (laughs) store experience you know (laughs) that's very true Yeah. yeah like it People was, expect that. Yeah. So if you're nice, it's great. And if you end up having shitty interaction, like, just like, yep. Yeah, Simpsons to... did it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so then um, it was, Night Flight's been open for over 30 years. I don't remember the exact number, but to celebrate that, they did 30% off of anything in the store outside of your hold. Um, but uh, I picked up a fuck ton of stuff over the last couple of weeks, and you picked up some stuff. So I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the treasures that we found that we've been eyeballing. And John shows up and he's like, where's the, the Batman animated series Batmobile? I was I really wanted to get it that. It had been sitting there for two years. There have been two of them. No There's one two of them. ever bought them. They or even looked literally at Literally two years. And I was like, Alan, like, I don't know when, but like, I will get this. I don't have the money. I'm not going to blow $100 on a toy, but like, at some point I will grab this. And he shows up on Saturday, 30% off, second Saturday. And it's gone. Of course it is. It's gone. I had this whole plan. And then Al said, there's the bat, and the bat signal left, too. And I wanted that. (laughs) It's like a package (laughs) of, like, Batman and Robin. They go nicely in the Batmobile, and then it's, like, a legit bat signal Mm -hmm. that I wanted in my display case for my Batman shelf. And that was also gone. It was very... Very disappointing. That's such horseshit. But it's not as though you didn't find something else to spend the money on. No. So working there, you know, as you're, I was telling Lucas this, but I feel like everyone has this experience. You're working in a comic book shop and you're constantly reorganizing the store, restocking. Excuse me. Jesus. (laughs) Oh, Lordy. Um, so you work in the comic shop you're yeah there's that one thing that you're constantly walking by and you're like man if i had if money wasn't an object i would totally buy that and my thing has always been the sandman collection oh yeah, like yeah. The nice and so there's two options there they have like the huge box set of just the graphic novels tray paperbacks mm-hmm. 
and I like that. My buddy has one, it's beautiful, but then like I already have all the trades, yeah. When they have the big absolutes, or are you talking about those two? Uh, I'm talking about like they did like this huge collection. I think it's the absolute collection. The hardcover slipcase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then there's the trade version of that. Just it's got the, the collected big... version. It's got a nice slipcase as well. Mm-hmm. And like I have all the trades, but then they have the annotated collection, which is just four huge hardcover volumes. That's an understatement. They're massive. Yeah. Because yeah. the being annotated, you've got the width of the comic book, and then an and then additional the like notes. what four inches on the yeah, right? like Jesus. About that much. And yesterday, I was just like, "Fuck it, <laughs> today's the day." And so I grabbed them. Luckily, they yeah. had all four volumes. It was a steal. Which also, as a collector, makes it that much more imperative. That man, they're all right here. Yeah. If you're missing one, then it's like, oh, I just won't get anyone. So I mean, for a good hour. Lucas and I are talking to people, but also just like, oh man, I should really buy the absolute. <laughs> that We're sounds just like the worst. At the yeah. Upper wall of absolutes. Yeah. Discussing what we're probably gonna get, and I didn't want to spend a bunch of money. I should have, in retrospect, like this was the day to do it. But yeah, that's how I buy a car. Just bought my snowboard pad. I need to chill out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Sandman thing. I mean, that literally. That was like steal. three things that I've always wanted in terms of like books. One being like the Age of Apocalypse omnibus, mm. um, the Sandman collection, absolute top ten. I'd really like to get at some point. It's totally out of print. It's gonna cost me a fortune, but at some point I'll get there. They probably have it in the warehouse. I don't know. They they had a couple and they've all sold. I sold them, which hurts. <laughs> you know. Like, I'm glad I made the sale, but oh, man. it's a bummer. What did you pick up? So I ended up tracking down... You just bought everything. All the things. All Dude, the things. Over two weeks. It sounds <laughs> like you spent like $1,500. <laughs> oh, no. Well, no. Well. Well. So last week, I uh, I picked up the Absolute Watchman because I, I had the trade of that and borrowed it to Derek Hunter, and that son of a bitch never gave it back. And then he moved to California, so I ain't seen that. Um, so you I hear picked, that, Derek Hunter? You ducktail drawing coming fuck. for you. I'm coming for coming him. for you. I'm gonna break his drawing hand, his animation hand. You launchpad McQuack mother <laughs> fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so last week I picked up Watchmen and um, something else I can't remember. And then Danielle came down because she wanted to, you know, see Alan meet me off, and she visited for a bit. She picked up some books that were just. I don't even remember what they were. Just old, weird, vintage stuff. And then she picked me up the Preacher Absolute Volume oh, 1, nice. which is gorgeous. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's a, in a big slipcase, but then it's a, like a fake leather bound. And then when you pull it out, it's got inlay, like little scrolls on the outside. So it kind of looks like a Bible. Oh, cool. It was really cool. So she picked that up for me. And then this week, uh, I got a small bonus check at work that I wasn't expecting. And I thought, well, fuck, okay. I'm just, that'll go to the comic shop. So I call up Armando, let him know it's the last day. He shows up. John and Armando, I don't think, had met yet. Oh, really? I, maybe once in passing. He's been at the swap but, meets, yeah. Yeah, I know. And I'm sure he popped in regularly, but like I missed a lot of people. Because sure. I only worked certain days of the week. There were some holds, huge mm-hmm. holds that like I had no idea. You know? when, you get, so, when you have a hold, you get that schedule. Yeah. So you miss so somebody I completely. I would miss you know, Fridays, Sundays. Yeah, didn't know any of those people. I think he generally would go in like on a yeah. Sunday, 
with Dylan and his son. So Armando came in. I figured they'd be two peas in a pot, him and John, anyhow. And that's who we stood in the corner and looked up at the absolute editions. As Armando's like, well, this one, I think you would really enjoy it for these reasons. And this one's great. Let me see this one. So I picked up Parker, uh, the slipcase. It's a Darwin Cook crime noir thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very sexy. I picked up the Batman. I can't remember what the absolute is called, but it contains a long Halloween and dark victory. Yeah, oh, nice. Which I've been eyeballing. Um, I picked up Animal Man, this hardcover giant omnibus of it. I've never read it, but I've heard it's amazing. That Al's right favorite there. issues in that. That is the epitome of comic book nerd. I never read it. I'm gonna buy the whole omnibus, the entire series, <laughs> and hopefully I like it. It's on sale, gotta get it. Yeah, I mean it was it cost me like forty bucks was all. I'm excited. When you read it, I would yeah. love to read. I've also never read uh Grant Morrison's Animal Man, but here oh, it really? is one of those defining series. It's one of Armando says it's one of his favorite series and Al told me that issue five of that is his favorite comic of all time. Yeah. Hmm. I mean I hear nothing but good things but just never have committed to it. And okay. I think part of that is I don't care about Animal Man. Same. And part of it is like I either love or hate Grant Morrison. Same. I'm kind of past reading Grant Morrison books at this point. I, I really like him when he's not on superhero books. Yeah, and I feel like Animal Man is one of those things where like it's, it's where he cut his teeth outside weird, enough, and... you know, and this made his career, so it's got to yeah. be good, right? Yeah. I'm bummed. I should have come in and bought some Hellboy shit. There was some. It's the um, only thing I ever buy. I sold some woman, bought a bunch of big, nice hardcover. The, that's what I, I want is I've got three of the library editions. Yeah. I didn't remember which ones you had. I have a so Camel, Camel, Camel set for when the other library editions drop to a certain price oh uh, nice i picked up a tim sell art book and then some uh jim silk art book and something that hurt real bad talking with al uh, this will be my last story the in my divorce i lost this bruce tim soft cover normal sized <laughs> fucking not job. laughing at your divorce this is the story it was very funny Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. So this yeah. Bruce Tim, the guy that Dick. did the the animated Batman series, <laughs> right, right. one of my Bruce favorite Tim. artists. He did he did this uh, every year. He would do a little sketchbook collection for the Comic Con called Naughty or Nice. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. So those would be like twelve pages. Well, he released a collection of those that was a normal size, a comic book, just a little bit bigger size. And I want to say it was maybe a hundred dollars. It was thick. It was an inch and a half or two inches thick of just beautiful drawings. So I lost that in the divorce. And most everything during that period of time, it was like, fuck it. Like, get it out of my life. I'm moving on. But for some reason, this thing really stuck with me that you lost this thing. So I decide I want to replace it. It's out of print. I go in and talk to Al about it. He said, dude, I'm sorry. This is long gone. Him and I searched the whole store. We can't find anything. They'd released three editions. Okay. There was the one I got, the regular. There was a pocket size. And then there was an oversized hardcover with a slipcase that was signed and numbered. Um, none of those are around. Yeah. And they're all out of print. So I get online and I, I start pricing this stuff out. And the cheapest one I can get is the pocket size. And that goes for 80 bucks. Jesus. And the only guy selling that on eBay is selling it for 150 bucks or best offer. So I send them. And the, this story goes deeper than I told you, John. Okay. So I sent him a message with your offer, and I said, dude, this is worth $80. i will give you $100 because I want it, but it's not worth a dime over 80 And he just denies my uh, 
my offer. So I got vindictive. And after that, I just kept sending him an offer every couple hours until the, <laughs> he took it off. Because fuck that guy. So I go back and forth on this for weeks. And I decide, if I'm going to do this, I, I'm just going to upgrade. I'll get that hardcover slipcase. They're going... F- there were They were 150 bucks. They go for $300. But fuck it. Like, if I'm going to do this, and this is the one thing for my divorce that's going to be the unicorn, I'll just... I want to get it out of the way. I find a guy that has one. He's selling it for 330 He offers to throw in this um preview thing that they had given out the year before it came out which was like a mini version with 12 never before seen illustrations which are contained in the slipcase and it's signed and and numbered uh and those are super rare too so with the math and everything i thought great i bought it showed up it was brand new sealed i was glad to have it flipped through it this will be great put it on my shelf that's something i like to use in drawing reference so when I'm talking to Al about all the shit I'm buying and the price keeps going up, he's like, oh, Luke, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what, what's going on, Al? And he said, well, I didn't want to tell you this, but since you just told me that you picked up that hardcover slipcase, I thought you should know that like I f- one turned up in the shop. Fuck. And it turned up when this guy brought it up to the register to buy it. And Al immediately was like, oh, you, that's kind of expensive. You sure you want that? <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, this is this is rare and out of print. I was like, oh, yeah, so I've so I've heard. Well, here you go. Oh, fuck. Like, fuck out. Why'd you tell me that? That's a thing you just... Off. 30% off of that, yeah. yeah. You just don't tell someone that happens. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was another Al comic shop story. So, dudes, I think that's cool for the random episode. And then we're going to jump into some solo episodes in the next couple of weeks. We did the one with Tom, and by we, I mean me. And coming up, I'm going to do one with John and one with Nick, and we'll get to know these guys a little bit better, too. And we'll never do one with Tyson because we all know him way too well. That's true. That's very true. I've seen his ass. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes. Be sure to check out our friends through being cool. We'll catch you guys next week.